You're listening to a podcast of Your Pet Matters with me, Dr. Michael Tequila, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077thebronc.com. Your pet is an important part of your life, and Dr. T knows how to take care of your best friend. 107.7 The Bronx presents Your Pet Matters with Dr. Michael Tequila of the Animal Hospital at Kingston and Blauenberg. Every Saturday morning, Dr. T offers intelligent and informative pet health care talk with just the right dose of bedside manner, exclusively for our furry friends. If you own a dog or cat and have a question about your pet, Pets overall health, call Dr. T now at 877-900-1077. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by the Pet Wellness Professionals of the Animal Hospital at Kingston and Blauenberg. Small hospital, big medicine. For more information online, it's BarkMeowVets.com. That's BarkMeowVets.com. The doctor can see you now. Here's Dr. Michael Tequila and this week's edition of Your Pet Matters. Good morning and welcome to Your Pet Matters. I'm your host, Michael Dr. T. Tequila, and my special guest today is Petros Dertsakian. He has invented this unique product. Um, and if, if you've heard me talk on the show several times, you've heard me talk about the importance of dental care in pets. I think it's probably the most overlooked area the most biggest area that we as veterinarians can do about promoting the wellness for your pet dental disease is linked to many illnesses in pets and i think it's it's our role to promote proper dental care um, <clears throat> and part of what petros is going to talk about is how he invented this product and the product he invented is is called the bite bright toothbrush and i'm not going to talk much about it i want to let petros talk all about the product and so forth but but welcome to the show petros thanks for being on Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. And you're, you're, we're talking, you're out in the West Coast, correct? Yes, in California. Yeah. Okay, so three hours difference. So it, it's, it's uh, I don't even know if the sun's still up over there. Is it, is, is it set yet? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> <set>. <laughs> when we're recording this. So it, it's interesting. But, but why don't you tell our listening and viewing audience, just, just give them a little bit of your history. Um, and you, we can talk a little bit about when, when I was researching your history, there was, you, you have some of these... Um, innovative VR products um, and and but what you've invented is a toothbrush for dogs and so it'd be interesting to talk about how that transition took place sure yeah so I mean I've always been uh, an animal lover ever since I was a kid I had a dog uh, consistently so that's been a passion of mine throughout my life and um, my my background is in uh, molecular biology and when I had graduated I you know started to want to get into entrepreneurship. I started this VR company at the time with uh, with my friend and co-founder because um, it was the, the brink of sort of the, the VR revolution. So we, we saw the opportunity, we decided to jump in. Um, and, you know, a few years later, we've, we've you know, here we are. The, um, the Bright Bite though, starting that, that's been something that's been a, a passion of mine because when I was a, ch- a child, when I was younger, I had a dog, he was a Pomeranian. He actually ended up passing away from uh, oral disease that had become systemic and had started affecting his liver. And so when we had taken him to the, to the vet, he had told us that it was really, really um, serious and, and far, far gone. So he ended up passing away. And so that, that's something that really stuck with me, it impacted me. And you know now I, I have two adopted girls and you know, the, their oral care and all care, all all around care is uh, is very important to me. So you know, I the transition kind of happened 
organically because I, when I adopted my girls, my my started to wander again, and I wanted to figure out a way to to avoid the same sort of fate with 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 them. So, you know, just start to think about what can we do because every time I tried to brush their teeth, they would fight me on it. They don't like it. They just hate having that experience, and I don't want a bad experience with them. So. I started to do some sketches, and I figured, you know, what what's something that uh, I need to look at? You know, simple to use that they can naturally do it because it's you know innate to them, and they know how to do it. Uh, and also something that would clean both the inside and the outer surface of their teeth, all the way down to the gum line, with their natural behavior of brushing. So after many many iterations and many many you know sketches and ideas, we came up with the current design of Bright Bite and started to work towards getting that out and uh, you know here we are we're over gosh i think about twenty five thousand dogs uh, so far that have tried it and we've been getting some really good feedback um it's it's very um uh, it's an amazing feeling because my main goal when i started this was to empower my dogs to brush their teeth because they didn't want me to do it and, you know, I was like, you know, let's empower all dogs to brush their teeth. And that's sort of the little transition of from where I was to where I am and where I'd like to go with this. And, and, and I think it's a great story. And congrats on the, on the number of units that you have out there and so forth. And so, I mean, I, I would love to, um, to, to see this product in action. I think it's I, – I, I get little – the videos and stuff I've seen on your website look really interesting and so forth. And, um, but let's, let's talk about your Palmy. And so was it something that – I'm assuming, given the time frame, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that really, like I said um, on the intro of this show, is that we as veterinarians, we really haven't promoted or didn't promote dental wellness. And so um, I just had these memories when you were talking about your palmy that you probably felt that she had really stinky breath and everything like that, right? And, that's right. And it was just, I, and even today, I'll be quite frank with you, even today, I do have some clients that think that's actually statistically normal to have that and it's and it's interesting um like that but but why don't why don't we uh, why don't we talk about the number of reiterations you had and and how just how did the process work um so you come up with idea you sketch it out and then how do you go from a sketch to actually a working model and then from yeah, there to a to a product that's a very good question it's um <laughs> a lot of a lot, uh, yeah, it's a lot of interesting uh, back and forth. But what I um, what I had to do was number one, come up with a concept that in my mind fit the design requirements that I had. But the most important part was talking with an engineer that, um, and I was lucky enough to find one that had experience in the pet industry, uh, which uh, was very important because yeah, that was. Uh, and, and you know, you don't have to necessarily find one with an experience in the pet industry, but I was lucky enough to to to, to find one. But, uh, you know, they essentially take your sketch and they figure out, you know, if, if it's moldable, quote unquote, if you if you could make it into a, an actual mold to inject and make this product. So they look at all the angles and bends and how it looks and where things come out and they analyze it and, you know, make recommendations for how you should, uh, you know, fix it. And then what you do is you, you get your 3D model and then you have to actually make a physical sort of sample where they would you know make a make a cast of it you know and and mock this up and make sure that it's actually you know reproducible large scale so we did about a few iterations of those and we ca- caught a few things each time that we needed to adjust and uh, we did probably about f- four iterations before we perfected it and uh, you know and we're still always focused on 
uh, you know, improving it. For example, you know, we want to work on getting a heavy chewer version done pretty soon. But it's essentially a lot of planning, uh, and then the engineer does, you know, his or her job and, and fixes the, the 3D uh, aspect of it, and then it's just testing it out to make sure that there's nothing that uh, we we missed. So that's what we had to go through. It took and, about and how, how a much, year. How much did you did you talk to veterinarians about this, and, and how much vet input did you have with this product? Yes, actually, uh, there's. A, I don't know if you've, um, you're familiar with her, Dr. Katie Nelson. She has. Oh uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. She's been a you know a friend, a mentor, and and um, a very wonderful supporter uh, throughout this process. She uh, actually used it on her dogs when our first samples came out, and she loved it. And um, you know, she she gave me a lot of input about um, first of all the fact that what we're trying to accomplish is, is a good idea or not, which, you know, I felt it was, and I knew in my heart as a pet parent it is, but, you know, as, as an industry expert, as I'm sure you know, you know, you see a lot of people that have the same problem. So she also advised on, you know, a few things uh, as far as um, how deep uh, the, the grooves should be and so on and so forth to make sure that we fit the dog's anatomy very well uh, for, the, for the dentition. So, yeah, I did get some feedback from her, um, as well as, you know, I actually used to work in the pet industry a long time ago, so I had some, you know, people that I knew that had given me feedback as well. So it was definitely um, a lot of support from people that are really passionate about pets. Uh, that's great. That, I think it's wonderful. And, and your two daughters, quote-unquote daughters, right? I'm assuming because they're yeah. four-legged, right? Um, that's right. So, so the rescue, so what, what breed are they, out of curiosity? Yeah, uh, Mocha, she's a pit bull, actually rescued her earlier this year. She just turned one. Awesome. Uh, she's beautiful, this beige coat and hazel eyes. And uh, my other girl, she's a little Chihuahua Terrier mix. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was, I was wondering. So I, I take it they, they are, they were your first test <laughs> subjects, and you had the they size were. range and everything. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> well, you know, it's, and my parents have three other dogs, so I had a whole slew of dogs to test this on. So we're, we're, we're a good dog family. We have a lot, of, a lot of pups. Okay, that, that's great. What, what we'll do is we'll take a short break right now, and then we'll come back and talk to Petros. I'm, I'm curious about how this testing process works. I'm curious about what this product is made of, and we'll, we'll get into more detail about the Bite Bright. If you're interested, uh, you can search the website. It's bitebright.com. You're listening to Your Pet Matters on 1077, 1077thebronc.com. If you own a cat or dog and have a question about your pet's overall health, call Dr. T now at 877-900-1077. Now back to the premier radio show in Mercer County for helpful advice about your pet in this week's edition of Your Pet Matters. Welcome back, and if you're just joining me, I'm talking to Petros Dirksakian. He is the inventor and CEO of Bright Bite. I said it incorrectly at the uh, before the next thing. I even wrote it down wrong. So it's B-R-I-T-E-B-I-T-E. It's brightbite.com if you're interested in, in uh, there's a great video with Petros in there talking about his experiences and so forth. Uh, a lot of information about the product and where you can buy it as well. Um, but let's talk about this product. So it, it looks like, how do I describe it? It looks like it's these, these little silicone type hair, uh, cilia or whatever, right? That they bite down yeah. and they go on. And, and then you mentioned that um, it, it exudes uh, t- toothpaste, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so why don't we talk about the product itself? Okay. Um, so the Bright Bite, 
you know, overall the design first and foremost was meant to fit the anatomy and behavior of the dog. So there are paw pads at the bottom of the, at the base of the product that allows the dogs to put the, the paws down and, and stabilize it. If you've ever given your dog a bone or anything, you see how they kind of like squish it between their paws. So they naturally like to do that. So these paw pads just let them, you know, flop their paws down and it, it, it holds naturally and it stabilizes it. And then the body, which is you know, the vertical portion, it extends upwards, is uh, it's like a stick in a sense with two grooves on the front and the back. And all inside those grooves, you have bristles surrounding it. So when they bite down, their teeth go into those little grooves and they get scraped by the, the bristles as they bite in and out. And, you know, on all sides, inside, outside. Um, and, and what we also did, too, was we, we wanted to just maximize the benefit of the, of the product as much as we could. So at the top, there's this little hole that you can actually add dog-safe toothpaste into. And then when they bite down, there are little, like, pores in the, in the body that will, like, let the, the toothpaste – yeah, excuse me, toothpaste uh, dispense as they bite. So it's all self-sustaining. It's all, you know, all-in-one sort of a, the DIY toothbrush, as I like to call it. Um, so that's, that's the, um, the sort of the makeup of the, of the product and how it works. Um, it's also made up of, uh, the actual product itself is made of natural rubber, which is, is non-toxic. It's great. I know there's a lot of, um, you know, plastic toys and things like that that are hard and could be harmful for the teeth and potential toxins. When we were designing this, you know, the materials were very important to us. Natural rubber is, you know, is non-toxic for dogs and it's also, you know, strong, uh, sorry, soft enough to prevent any sort of dental damage. And then, of course, you know, the, the friction that rubber provides is great. It's a great scraping surface for for your, for your the teeth to prevent, you know, the plaque from building up. And, you know, and the great thing, too, is that natural rubber is also, you know, anti like, sorry, antibiotic. It doesn't really allow too many, uh, you know, microorganisms to grow on it. So, it's and it's also actually comes flavored. The brush itself is flavored, so the dogs really like it. Um, so there's a you know a lot of thought that went into designing this to be safe, effective, and pleasant for the dogs so that they can use it. And what kind of flavors do you got for it? We actually have so we have chicken, beef, and bacon. Oh, but bacon. Um, yeah, bacon. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's bacon's a good flavor. You know, but uh, we've been you know we've been getting. Um, a lot of good feedback for those. Those are the three flavors we started with. What, what, is, what was the biggest pitfall through this process? What was the hardest hurdle yet to overcome with respect to this this product? Yeah, it was actually the engineering uh, and and molding it to where the um, so the way that the um, I'm not going to get too deep into you know injection molding and whatever, but there was a lot of the way that the design of the brush is prevent uh, presented a lot of obstacles for the molding of this product how we're going to pop it out because you know the bristles and the groove when you when you mold something around that space how do you pop it up without breaking anything so there was a lot of planning thinking testing that was done to you know make the parameters just so so that the rubber was flexible enough to be popped out yet strong enough to be you know durable so that it doesn't break during you know removing it from the mold but also lasts when the dog is using it. That was probably the biggest issue that we had, which took the longest to solve, but we, we came up with a really nice solution for it. And, and, that's, and so how do dogs take to this? So, so my dog, in, 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 for example, she likes those rawhide chews. So would, yeah. would, she, would she take to this product? She's not, she, I mean, she, she, she chews on her wubba. <laughs> oh, yeah, she chews on her rawhide. Um, so, so 
in a case like this, would she take to it? And then do you find a difference between um, little dogs versus big dogs and their preference for this? Or how, how do they take to this? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing we've learned, and I'm, you know, we all know this, but it kind of becomes apparent when you do something like this, is that every dog has their own personality. Um, I've had dogs that, or pet parents that say, hey, my dog only licks this. They don't want to bite it. You know, what can I do? Or, you know, some dogs just, you know, prefer bone to rubber toys or plush toys to rubber toys. So we've had maybe a couple of dogs, a couple of pet parents say that their dogs didn't really take to it at first. But I think that for the most part, dogs will take to it, uh, at least eventually, if, if not at first, if your dog's a bit more of a, you know, picky in their taste or has more of a discerning taste because a couple things that we did to help um one is the, the flavoring that's something that dogs really pick up on and then there's also a scent to it so dogs can uh. smell it so we really haven't had too much too many issues with dogs not liking it um it's just been more of like hey they're actually licking instead of chewing and so we've we've kind of put together a lot of resources to help you know number one teach pet parents how to teach their dogs how to brush and number two how to maximize the benefit you know so for example you know if your dog when you get a dog they don't know where to go potty they're not potty trained at first so you have to kind of build this routine so this is a similar concept we want to build a routine of brushing for dogs so even if your dog doesn't take to it at first we have all the resources you know at play at place that that will help you for example adding some peanut butter to get them to start biting and then clicker treat. So you can, if, if it's a pickier, pickier dog, you can use clicker training to really enhance their brushing experience. And we actually recommend also to just keep the, the brushing to two to five minutes a day to mimic our own brushing and remove it so the dog doesn't get bored of it because it's if it's a toy that's laying around, they're not gonna wanna do it. So we wanna use it like a brush, not a toy. So there's a lot of resources online too that you can check out to get your dog to use it, but then also get them to use it right. So, so you have that on your website, right? The, the, the types of things you were just discussing with me? That's right, there's, okay. there's videos and also PDFs with like instructions, um, and there's also blog posts on the website. You'll see like a resources tab uh, on there that'll have all that for you. And, and that's great, and you can put any toothpaste in there? So I, I, I think uh, I remember seeing the CET toothpaste in there is right that was uh, you could put any dog safe toothpaste in there yeah okay. we um we are also working actually on coming out with a pro uh, sorry prebiotic toothpaste which is all natural and that has some clinical benefits to help improve their oral microbiome and their gut microbiome so we want to have um, a very unique toothpaste that goes along with this but we're currently in development of that so it's going to be a little bit of time no that's great that's yeah. great. And, and right now you have three, do you have three different sizes for small, medium, and large dogs or how does it work for sizing? Yes, it's three different sizes for small, medium, and large. We have like a, um, a little table that gives you a size and weight range uh, for the recommended uh, product size. And, you know, there's also, you know, the thing of heavy chewers. If your dog is a heavy chewer, then we recommend one size above. Um, but, you know, we will soon have an, an extra large size for those, you know, bigger dogs like Rottweilers and whatnot. And then, of course, the heavy chewer version, where if your dog is, you know, has has a, has a heavy chewing habit, it'll last them longer. Because we've, you know, we've had a lot of great feedback from pet parents, but naturally, there are some dogs that um, are really, really, you know, they love to chew and they get through it a bit faster than anticipated. So we're working on a solution for them as well. Oh, that's great. 
And uh, yeah. we're, we're due for another break right now. So we'll take a short break with messages and we'll come back and we'll talk more about the Bright Bite toothbrush. You're listening to your Pet Matters on 1077, 1077thebronc.com. A healthy pet makes for a happy home. Let's try to make your pet's home the happiest out there. Welcome back to Your Pet Matters with Dr. Michael Takiwa of the Animal Hospital at Kingston and Blownberg. Listen to Your Pet Matters online at 1077thebronc.com or via your smartphone. Search and download WRRC1 in either Google Play or the Apple iTunes Store. And we're back. I'm your host, Michael Dr. Takiwa, and we've been talking to Petros Dirksakian. He is the inventor and CEO of Bright Bite. Brightbite.com. It is a pet toothbrush, a novel pet toothbrush. Um, it it's unique in that not only does it help brush your pet's teeth, so you let me rephrase that. It enables your pet to brush their own teeth. That, that's the unique aspect of this because um, I'm, I'm always in the exam room going, okay, you know, mom or pop, you have to brush your pet's teeth, you know, and, and in a perfect world, this is the interesting thing, in a perfect world, um, and it's funny how, how pet parents are shocked by this, but I, brushing your pet's teeth every day would be the best. That's the gold standard. And what we're accepting in the vet world right now is brushing the pet's teeth maybe two to three times a week. Um, my own dog, if I don't do something with her teeth daily, I can smell it on her. And uh, and she's a large, she's a golden, so she's a large breed dog. And and in, in the vet world, it's a small breed. So so your second daughter, Petros, your Chihuahua yeah. Terrier mix, um, she's more likely to get dental buildup, dental issues um, statistically. And the yeah. larger dogs aren't. But my dog's a large dog, and she has... Um, the medical term is halitosis, and it, sometimes yeah. I call that severe halitosis or bad breath. And, and it's amazing how if I, if I either brush her teeth or allow her to chew on a um, dental-type bone with the built-in enzymes and so forth, it really makes a significant difference with how her breath smells. And, and what we're smelling when we smell a dog's bad breath is bacteria. Um, statistically, when you open a pet's um, mouth and you look at the tooth, I saw one the other day, the entire back molar was covered with tartar and buildup, and that's bacteria. And statistically, wow. that's a trillion bacteria. And so what wow. happens is if we don't have their teeth cleaned properly, um, the best, of course, is, is you brushing their teeth at home. That bacteria builds up. It causes irritation of the gum line. The gum will start bleeding. And then that bacteria then gets into the bloodstream and starts spreading around. And Petros had firsthand experience with this with one of his first dogs passed away with uh, liver issues affiliated with dental disease. So we, we see um, the organs that can be affected in dental disease clear the mouth itself, but your kidney, your liver, and your heart can be infected with the bacteria that resides on your teeth. So it's very important to, to brush your pet's teeth. Um, and so, so I'm, I'm actually incredibly excited. What, what made me excited, what made me want to talk to Petrus was <laughs> I saw the video about this toothbrush and, and the whole concept of allowing your, your dog to brush their own teeth. And the main reason why um, people at home have difficulty with dental care at home is because they cannot brush their pet's teeth. And one thing we'll, I hope we can touch on, and I hope it's in the future for you, Petros, is, is a cat version of this. Some sort of that's, cat version because... I, that's, yeah, I, I know you I've probably have that, that in the works. And we'll... I've been getting that a lot. You know, well, the funny thing with the cat version, I do want to address actually what, what you made, uh, statements you made about teeth brushing in a moment, but the funny thing about the cat version is 
technically this can the the smaller the medium can work for a cat because more or less an, an anatomy their dental anatomy is very similar right this cuboidal shape or pyramidal shaped teeth sorry and um but i I've, i don't have cats so i i can't speak to if a cat will actually use this i i don't know if cats like to hold things down and bite them um if they do i don't see it not working for them maybe put some catnip in there or something but i've i've been hearing that a lot from a lot of cat parents um what I will try to do is, let me try to put you in touch with also a feline practitioner. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then through this, so this is an announcement. Uh, uh, you know, Petro's contact info is going to be, the brightbite.com contact info is going to be with this show. We're going to be posting it on our, our show site. So he's definitely looking for cat people. <laughs> Right? Yes. So, so because <laughs> any input, you know, this is always a progressive uh, process, um, and I and I know he'd love to have a market for the cat toothbrush as well. So, so if you're out there, um, any any feline practitioners out there, reach out to me. Reach out to Petros. I'll put you guys in touch, and uh, we can go there. Any pet parents out there that have cats? Absolutely. I think that you know, cat, because dental disease in cats is is pretty prevalent, and. Yeah. Uh, and we always joke about it. How cats really don't like the parents getting in their mouth and everything. So, mm. of anything doing by themselves, this is this is really unique opportunity for you. So, so don't forget to look at that contact info uh, at the end of the show and so forth. But, but why don't we talk about? Um, uh, you talked about how you had to jump through some hurdles with respect to safety parameters with this product, and it was interesting what what you had to, what you had to do with this. Yeah. So you know, one of the things that was. Um, uh, early on that we were looking at is like i mentioned what to make it out of right you know there's nylon there's this there's that and you know rubber natural rubber seemed like the best choice because of its non-toxicity right it's inert doesn't really have any issues even if it's a small small bit is swallowed like if it's like the size of a food kibble but um one of the things that we did when we made the product was to have it uh, tested. We had an independent third party test this for um, against child toy safety standards as far as toxicity goes, and we were, you know, very proud and happy to find out that we actually passed with, you know, no lead, no phthalates, uh, or any sort of toxic material that would be, you know, found in these types of uh, of toys. So, we, you know, we're always proud to say that our our toys or our brush is as safe as a child's toy. And um, that really resonated with pet parents because we get a lot of questions about, you know, is this safe, you know, and, and, and whatnot. So we were um, very happy that that happened. And um, that's uh, being a pet parent myself. That's something I hold to the highest regard. Yeah, and, and yeah. along the along the the chew things, I'm sure everyone's been aware of the um, the natural bones that have been out there that have actually caused a lot of deaths out in the in the dog world, um, either through intestinal obstructions or infection. It's the it's the uh, real bones out there that they were they were doing, and then there's a lot of talk about how some of the rawhide, the production of some of the rawhide process is not incredibly safe of what the chemicals and so forth that can be in there. So, so right. I, I think that you know Petrus is definitely on the right track about about caring about the ingredients of of the product itself. Um, and you want to set certain standards, and, you know, th these are important. And, and he's also gone through the right steps of, uh, you know, by, by the input of uh, Dr. Katie um, with helping this. I'm sure she's given her input from the veterinary medical standpoint about what, what would be good for this product as well. Um, yeah, and so you wanted to touch a little bit about the medical issues with the teeth and stuff or did i did i cover that for you at the beginning I mean, you, <laughs> you, you <laughs> actually did a wonderful job i'm so glad that you mentioned that because i mean i do want to add a couple of things in that 
you know, it, it was funny when I was uh, visiting Dr. Katie to be on her show, she said something to me that really resonated. And I think it resonates with every pet parent. She says that, you know, I, I'm a mother, I have two kids in, in addition to my dog. And, you know, being a veterinarian, I know how important it is to brush their teeth, but I don't have time to do it. And it's, it's a fact of life for, I think, everybody. That's why I think only less than 5% of pet parents actually brush their dog's teeth regularly. So uh, this is something that, to me, was one of the other driving forces is that we, we care about our dogs. We, it's not like we don't want to do it, but it's just life gets in the way, and this puts the power in their hands. So the, um, the, the safety is there. The, the ability of the dogs to make themselves healthy is there. And, you know, anything to avoid long-term issues not only, you know, will help you cost-wise, but will give your dog a better life, more prolonged life because they won't have any other issues due to oral disease spreading. Yeah, so. it's, it's funny, Patrick, because I tell, I tell my clients, I go, there's, in, in my practice, there's two people, my mother-in-law and Mrs. <laughs> Ackerman are the only two people I can think of that after every meal literally brush. My mother-in-law used to get a face cloth and just wipe Sam's teeth like crazy, but those are the wow. two, the, these, both um, Molly is a, is a black lab and Sam was a golden, and they were two pets that, did not well molly's still alive sam has passed but molly does not need a dental and she's about 12 and never needed wow. a dental because of brushing and i think um but that gives you an idea of how many pet parents are actually able to do that or have admitted <laughs> to me they can do that um right. and two the significance about brushing their teeth i mean in our profession our goal is not to do a dental our goal right now we're doing dental um procedures and we're actually extracting teeth we don't want to do that I, I tell people i want to be like your dentist where we come in and we're going oh everything looks great you know we'll clean things up a little bit and everything looks great i don't want to be in the extraction process because right. that already means disease has taken place and right so and you know Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And oh, so I'm sorry. I, I was actually talking to another veterinarian who, who wrote a book also on um, dental care for dogs. And he was mentioning that a lot of dogs have very low energy and lethargy when, when oral disease, you know, when periodontal disease sets in. And he was telling me, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen dogs' personality change after they've extracted a tooth and treated it. Energy comes back. And and a lot of us, us as pet parents associate that, oh, it's old age, they're getting tired. or, And it's, you know, it's not. There's a, a deeper underlying problem that, you know, when I found that out, it really, you know, opened my eyes to, like, the, the problem is bigger than I, I thought as well. So yeah. that's... Yeah, you're mm -hmm. a, you're absolutely right. It, it's not uncommon after a proper dental cleaning that the pets actually feel better, especially if they're extracted. We have, we have to keep in mind that dental pain is the biggest pain. If anyone ever had a toothache in their life, they can understand yeah. oh. how painful that is. And so your pets are very stoic. They can handle a lot of pain. And, um, you know, it's all created via dental disease, um, unless it's a traumatic incident or something else happened. But it's 98% it's of the time it's due to dental disease. And if you could eliminate that, and through Petro's product, you're going to eliminate the production of the tartar, production of the of the dental disease itself. It's going to make a significant difference on, on how your pets, how pets live. Um, so we have to take a short break right now, and we'll come back, and we'll continue our wonderful discussion with Petro's. You're listening to Your Pet Matters on 1077, 107.7 thebronkcom If you own a cat or dog and have a question about your pet's overall health, call Dr. T now at 877-900-1077. Now back to the premier radio show in Mercer County for helpful advice about your pet in this week's edition of Your Pet Matters.
That was good, though. Okay, we're back, and I, I, we've been having this wonderful discussion with Petros um, Dirksakian. He is the inventor and the CEO of the Bright Bite Pet Toothbrush. It's a wonderful, wonderful way of having your pet brush their own teeth, and it's a, it's a product that he invented that the, the whole goal was that it, it originated as a thought in his mind when he lost his own pet at a younger age due to um, some dental disease, and it's always been on his mind about that. And so, you know, after finishing college and and becoming successful in his own right, he 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 figured he wanted to to create something that would help um, pets and pet parents for the future. And so, so by having your dog brush their own teeth with this product, it really eliminates the development of dental disease. And it helps through that increase their longevity and quality of life. And part of this is, as we discussed earlier in a segment, it, and, and I mentioned that my dog is a, a rawhide chewer. She, she does the dental rawhides and does them well. She'll play with some of these soft toys and so forth. So, so I, I asked Petros, how do, how do I get her to want to chew on this rubber um, toothbrush so that she can help clean her teeth and and he got into a little discussion about how it's very important no matter what what product you have is making sure that you introduce a property to your to your pet and on his website brightbite.com you can find instructions on how to properly introduce your pet to this product but he wanted to he wanted to discuss further about that and and make it clear for you yes perfect thank you that's uh that's exactly right we have you know, from the get-go, we wanted to anticipate what potential issues we would come across. And once we started to go to market, we had pet parents try it out, and they gave us a lot of great feedback. You know, we we um, we have all these resources that we pulled together to try to come up with solutions to them. So some of the things that we wanted to highlight are that we want this to be a brush, not a toy. So typically with toys, you kind of throw it, throw it to your dog, and you leave it on the floor, and you let them play with it. And they eventually get bored. Uh, with this, you know, we we really, really are focused on it being like a, a brush training where you give it to your dog for two to five minutes a day, take it away, maybe do a little bit of a treat to reinforce that behavior. And you introduce this around the same time, more or less every day. And it's something they start looking forward to and they want to do. And that is one thing that is crucial for this being successful is that behavior of brushing every day now some of the issues we got were that some dogs prefer to lick it rather than bite it and you know we have some strategies online that you can you know look at to help get the dogs to bite it but it's um it's very very important to have your dog not not get bored of this by always removing it from them and treating it like a toothbrush rather than a toy um we um We've gotten some feedback from parents about. Um, I think we talked about this earlier. Uh, safety as well, and you know we've we've wanted to also mention that this is part of the safety a, a, as well. When you have your dog chewing on this for a couple minutes while you supervise, you know, and remove it, you minimize the chance of them having a sort of um, harm from this. So even though you know natural rubber is safe, you, you always want to supervise your dogs when they're chewing on something. And I think it's great. I think that the two to five minute time frame. So why, why not give them the bright bite while you brush your own teeth at night? So you're, you're both you're both brushing right, your teeth. Right. Same time. It, you know, because typically we're supposed to brush for two minutes. Um, you know, you as go. my kid was learning to brush his teeth, we had a timer for two minutes. Little 
two minute timer right goes on and and everything or we have the little star wars thing that plays the song for two minutes as he brushes his teeth right. so i think that's a great time um to to do something like this i think the fact that that uh, Petrus is recommending daily brushing. That's the gold. That's the platinum standard. That's beyond gold. That's the platinum <laughs> standard. I think that that's wonderful. And uh, and as far as the safety margin, I think that it, it works great because uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I had this, it, this this dog bone. My my previous dog, Sonny, he was a golden. And this dog bone said, it's the most indestructible bone in the world. No dog will ever uh, break it. If they break it, then I'll get you a new one. And within five minutes, he broke it. Oh my it was God. great. It was the first time I ever sent the product back. And I said, I, I just wrote, sorry, he broke it. And they sent me a new one, right? <laughs> so that's great. But it's like, it's one of those things. So, so, you know, no matter how well built a product is, if you have that heavy chewer and you leave them, have it for 20, 30 minutes, the, you know, any dog can get through something incredible incredibly incredibly uh, uh hard so it's best to monitor them i think that that time yeah. frame it, it not only works for your lifestyle it works for the i think two to five minutes of brushing to say that that's going to clean your pet's teeth is phenomenal i mean right now i watch my dog with her rawhide i give her five to ten minutes or two i take it away mm-hmm. from her but i do five to ten minutes so to do something in two to five minutes that would be awesome and, and we yeah. have to reiterate, because um, if you just tuned into the show, not only are these, these toothbrushes scented, right? They're, uh, they're flavored, right? They're flavored right. in uh, beef chicken and the infamous bacon. Yeah. And I remember Chef saying, add bacon to any meal, and it's phenomenal. So <laughs> I think that, that, you know, it's not real bacon, right? It's just flavored bacon, right? So it's not going to give you the... Well- Actually, though, the flavor is it comes from – so our chicken comes from natural chicken liver. It's, awesome. And the beef is, is dehydrated beef, and, and the bacon comes from pork. So all these are from natural sources. They're not synthetic flavors. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, I think I mentioned that earlier is that we, we want to – well, we want to focus on everything being natural. And, um, you know, natural rubber comes from the sap of trees. We're not processing it. And, and the flavor comes from, you know, the actual sources, and it's just dehydrated, you know, organs. For the animal. Oh, that, no, that, that's really great. That's really great. So, um, so the only synthetic thing you're, you're actually putting in is possibly the vet-related toothpaste. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Um, that's all safe. Let me reiterate. That's safe. Um, that, that's a safe product. But um, and and right now to get this product, so there's three different sizes: a small, medium, and large. And then you're thinking of a really extra large for the heavy chewers. Um, sure. We'll reiterate that any pet parents out there of cats. They can handle the, the small size, but um, Petros is, is more than interested in getting feedback from you, getting advice from you, because um, as I said before, cat dental disease, cat dental disease and small dog dental disease are probably the biggest dental issues you have to deal with with pets. And so, so mm-hmm. you know, really dealing with that. So he'd be more than happy and willing and able to, to try to make a product that, that will help prolong the life of your cat. Um, and I, I don't know many pet parents that actually brush their cat's teeth simply because they can't get their fingers in there for whatever reasons, because cats are cats. Um, but right now, you can buy the product on your on your website, right? That's right. Yes. And and can... I, I just I was telling Petros that I saw recently that iHeart Dogs had had just um, they're working together, um, and I think that's right. wonderful. Yeah, it was. We we're really honored to be working with them. Um, they are, you know, a great brand in the pet space, and they have a lot of wonderful, loyal pet parents that are um, their followers. And you know, they uh, one thing that we do too with 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 um, iHeart Dogs, which I really love, is uh, Project Paws, where we donate a chew toy to a shelter dog for every unit sold. So that's something that we're really happy to do. You know, we want to. Re- we're really serious about empowering dogs to brush. So. 
you know, if you guys get one for your pup, a shelter dog gets uh, a brush as well. That's great. Um, cause a lot of, a lot of the rescue dogs that we do see, there's a lot of dental issues going on and, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful that way. And then you've got some, uh, biggie things coming up in next year. You're going to talk about trying to get this out to the more retail world out there. So any, any of my contacts in the retail world, uh, definitely check out Petros's links and we'll, uh, we'll try to have discussions started that way as well. Cause I think this is a, wonderful. This is a this is a very interesting. This unique. This is a unique product. I, I said that. What makes it unique is that you're you're getting your pet to brush their own teeth. So think about that, <laughs> pet parents. Your pet is brushing their own teeth. You're not doing anything except giving it to them for two to five minutes while you brush your teeth. Um, I think that is huge. It makes life easier. What, what's better than making life easier and prolonging the health of your pet at the same time? Agreed. I, I, can't, I can't think of anything better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, do what do what should be the answer, Petros. Is what's going to be better is the next product that you come up with. Oh, that's what's going to well, be better because I'm looking I, forward to that. I could give you a hint about that actually, if you want. Sure. Um, the next product is going to be something that lets your dog potty train themselves. Oh. So that's yeah, especially for those you know busy pet parents, especially when you have a puppy. Uh, you know, you're not home for the most part of the day. So this is, I can't say much about it now, but you know, you said enough. That's, I think (laughs) I'm totally intrigued, totally intrigued. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, well, time's up. Um, as always, I've had a great time. And so, so if you're interested or you're just curious about this product, go to www.brightbite.com. Um, you, in that site, you'll see Petros in a video. Um, he won't have the beard he has right now. But he'll talk about the product itself. You'll, you'll, you can browse the blogs. Uh, you can see the product in action. Um, and then uh, tune in with me because I'll let you know what that product's doing with our pets at, at, my, at my and my teams. Um, and I am stoked about your next product. So definitely we'll, we'll have you on the show again. And we'll talk about that next product. What, you know, we can do it in, in different stages if you want. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be interesting, actually, yeah. like a little chronological thing of the development. I would like that. I'd be honored. Thank you. Okay. That's, that's so great. And thanks so much for taking the time to speak to me, Petros. Thank you, doctor. And remember, everyone, love your pet like they love you unconditionally. Have a great day. Thank you for seeing our doctor this morning. You have been listening to Your Pet Matters, the number one pet health care show in Mercer County. Your follow-up appointment is next Saturday at 10 a.m. Tune in to hear Dr. Michael Takiwa of the Animal Hospital at Kingston and Blauenberg, along with his expert guests as they share their knowledge and experiences to help your pet live a long, happy, and healthy life. Want to catch up on Dr. T's advice? Click on the Your Pet Matters page at 1077thebronc.com. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by the pet wellness professionals of the Animal Hospital at Kingston and Blauenberg. Small Hospital, Big Medicine. For more information, it's BarkMeowVets.com or like the Animal Hospital of Kingston and Blauenberg on Facebook. Tune in next week at 10 for another edition of Your Pet Matters exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com.